from the Tiffany Micah podcast and welcome to today's episode. I must apologize to you for last week. You didn't hear from me. I didn't have any recordings available. My mum had her birthday last week and she decided to come down and, and spend the week with me. So, um, and she wanted to have a, an intense week of me working with her on a golf game. So I, uh, I, I took her up on that, really wanted to help her. So any spare time that I had, I wasn't able to do all these recordings that I had planned. I spent quality time with my mom and really helped her build her golf game so that she really get a much better feel into what she actually needs to be doing with a game. So that's why you haven't heard from me last week, but I'm here ready for action, ready to share with you some really cool stuff this week. And um, I look forward to it. So if you actually looked at today's title, I've, called, I've said that you, you will re-enter this phase of life always. And, and why I put that there is I really want you to make yourself aware of what's actually going on every time that you go through changes, okay? So if we look at school, right? So school is, is a place in which we've learnt specific things you know, such as reading and writing, math, English, science, all the basics, right? And then we finish school, like we've gone through this process, and, and I always believe this is where the fun of life really begins is when we finish school. I was never a big fan of school, but there was lots of reasons uh, why I felt that way, which I've gone through before, And um, but I'm not going to go through that to, today because it's not real, what we're working on. We're, we want to be looking at that once we've finished school, and or any stage of your life, you want to be thinking about that we're creating and we're crafting our destiny. Okay, we really want you to think about that. We're really creating and we're crafting our destiny, really for what we want, right? And we're going to be entering into this phase of life all the time. We're creating and crafting our destiny. So what happens, especially when if we look at it when we leave school, right? Some of us, we get a job or we go to uni, we pursue a sport or we pursue dancing, acting, a trade, whatever, right? apprenticeships, anything. But then I want you to consider this. And I really want you to consider this in, in, in regards to creating and crafting your dis- destiny, okay? So I've been reading this book, uh, which I'll um, share with you in a second. And, and in this book, it talks about the apprenticeship phase, and how there's three three steps in this. And this book that I'm reading is called Mastery. It's written by Robert Green, and he discusses in in detail about the apprenticeship phase. And it's not really the apprenticeship phases in a, in a trade. It's actually a process in which you go through, right? So what actually happens that every time you change a career or you learn a new sport or you go into a business or 
whatever it is that you are doing, you go through this phase. And once you understand what this phase is, there's three steps to it, then you go, oh, okay, yep, okay, I'm in this phase right now. So I'm going to share with you what these three phases are that Robert Greene has has explained and described. And then what I've actually done is I've changed the, the names of them so that they're in more simple form, easy way to understand and so on. So the first uh, phase that we go through is a deep observation and it's and what he calls that is a, is passive mode. The second phase that we go through is skill acquisition, which is a practice mode, and then we have the third phase which is experimentation, which is an active mode. So uh, this is how Robert Greene describes this in, in his book In Mastery, these, these three phases. Now, I've shifted it and changed it into, into my uh, version of that in a, a three-step phase as well. And the first step that I look at is it, it's really the we don't know phase, right? We have no idea, right? We've gone into something that we we're interested in. We want to learn that, that job or that career or that sport or, or, or something like that, but we really don't know anything about it. So we go through this process of we, we learn, right? We, we understand we don't know. And this is what Robert Greene describes as the, that first phase is that deep observation, right? Observation phase. But what we're really doing is we're identifying what we don't know. We have to learn so much about whatever it is that we need to learn about. We're completely out of our comfort zone. It's, we, you know, and it's normal not to know, right? We're not expected to know anything. There's so many skills to learn. We can be really overwhelmed. We'll never think we'll get it. We can't see that we'll ever get it or we'll ever know. There's not really a time frame in place for this because we all learn at different rates, but it will depend on the time spent, the quality time, really learning the skills, really understanding the environment that you've entered into too because the environment's very different, um, how people operate, and it doesn't mean that you have to operate the same way. It's just understanding how that culture in this specific uh, career or, or job or um, sport or environment that you've entered into, it's really understanding the, the people and, and how the, their behavior <clears throat> dictates what goes on in, in this phase. So what we're doing really is we're, we're in this I don't know phase. We don't know. And what we've got is we've got all these things that we've got to learn, okay? And I know from when I decided to learn to play golf and coming out of the tennis industry and I'd been into the in the tennis industry you know, since I could walk pretty much, I was addicted to tennis, especially six, seven years of age when I really discovered that I was all right at it. Um, I was absolutely addicted. So I was very absorbed in the, in the tennis industry, the tennis environment, uh, the, the behavior of people and, and so on. So I felt very comfortable in that because I'd spent my whole life even walking out on a tennis court. And to this day, walking out on a tennis court, incredibly comfortable, right? Because I had done that. But then I, re I remember when I went into the golf world, it was so different, right? The way in which people behaved, the skills, feeling really awkward and uncomfortable. I tell everyone, you're going to feel awkward and uncomfortable when you're learning golf or when you're learning anything because it doesn't feel 
natural. Everyone's expecting that it should feel natural. Well, it can't because you've never done it before. And I really noticed how different both environments were, tennis versus golf, and how the people were very different, how the skills were very different, the clothing was different, everything was just so different, right, completely out of my comfort zone. took me years to feel like I was actually a golfer. I always felt like I was a tennis player trying to be a golfer for for quite some years. So it um, it really made me aware of what I didn't know. And I went into it initially going, oh, yeah, I'll I'll be good and I'll know what to do. But really the process is, is that we just don't know, okay? So we go through that learning phase. So then phase two is what starts to happen is we start to begin to understand. So that's my, that's what I call it. We begin to understand phase right, which is the skill acquisition, as, as Robert Greene would call it, right, practice mode. So it doesn't matter what sport you're thinking of, of whatever the sport is, but you develop this much deeper understanding of actually what's going, what's going on and you're understanding a lot more about what needs to be done, you're understanding that you've got to do a lot of practice to do, you're understanding that you're learning the skills and you're putting the pieces of the skills together and you're understanding how they fit in with each other. You're learning how to use the skills in that environment. So, for example, if you're playing golf, you're learning how to use those skills out on the golf course. Uh, If you're playing tennis, you're learning how to use the tennis skills that you're learning out on the tennis court or soccer, the skills on the soccer field and so on. And it's really interesting and what, and I've always felt that the time frame of this has always taken quite some time to get this and people that, especially when they come in, in into the golfing world and people that I work with, they expect to get it like in really short period of time, like six weeks. And I've always said to people, look, you know, the first three years of your, of your golf journey, right, your learning, right, your understanding is going to take at least your three years just, just for you to just feel comfortable in how everything operates. And it's quite interesting when I say that to people, their mouths, you know, hit the floor and, but I want to know now. And it's like, yep, I get it. But that's the process. That's how long it took me. Right. And and I did it in a shorter period of time than, than most people because I applied myself, you know, anywhere from four to 12 hours a day in practice and really dedicated my whole life to, to, to improvement at that time. So I was able to do things in a much quicker way than, than a lot of other people only because I dedicated myself, right? But when I say that to people, their mouths hit the floor and it's quite interesting that what Robert Greene's talking about in, in these first two phases is he says that it could, you know, it could take up to seven years, Right. could take up to seven years in these two phases, right? Here's deep, the deep observation and the skill acquisition, right? So it's what my version is, is we, we version one, uh, step one or phase one, we don't know. And phase two, we start to begin to understand. It could take up to seven years to really understand what's going on and what we're doing here. But we're talking about mastery, right? We're talking about for you to get really, really good at something, that it's going to take this amount of time. And then we step into phase three and we call that the, well, I call that the we know phase, right? That's the experiment phase as, as he describes it. So it, it's really what it is, is we know. We've done the work. 
everything becomes more automatic. Automatic. We we have a much deeper level of understanding. We have the skills. We have the performance. We understand the environment. Everything's more in flow and automatic. And that's really the end of the apprenticeship as such, right? So you go through these three three phases. But like I said, it could take up to seven years for this to happen. And what do you do in that time after you've done that? Well, if you are pursuing a a professional sports career, you go, okay, well, I want to turn pro, right? But it could be something else. I want to make sure that I get into that next grade in, in my sport. I want to go up a grade. I want to be at the top of the grade. I want to be A grade, A grade level, right? The top amateur level, whatever it is. And I found that really interesting reading that. So that's why I wanted to simplify that and create these three phases for you so you could really understand. Like we're in that phase one as we don't know and we go through all these things of what we don't know. And then in phase two, we begin to really understand what's going on so we have a much deeper understanding of what's actually going on. And then phase three is we know, right? We know what we need to do. We know what we've done. We've put the work in and and things are starting to fall into place for us. But what happens is most people don't get to that we know phase. They get stuck in that, that second phase of trying to understand but not putting the work in. All right, so we need to make sure that you're really putting the work in and, and being really diligent and really understanding everything that you need to know so that you can shift yourself into that higher level that you want to go to. And I was really, I was, then I really started to make me think and I was really starting to think about, oh, this is really interesting because we go through these cycles and it was really interesting to, I've always heard through conversations and courses I've been to and books I've read that we go through these cycles in our life, like it's somewhere around a seven to ten year cycle. And we tend to make changes through these cycles. So I've broken these down into seven year blocks and I just I wanted to share this because I was really thinking about, okay, well, what happens in these seven year blocks? So if we look at from the time we're born up to seven seven years old, we're really learning about how to be a person, aren't we? Right? We're growing, we're learning, you know, how to how to do everything, how to feed ourselves, how to walk, how to run, how to learn, how to operate, all of this type of thing. We started the school process, all of that. Then we go through from, from seven to fourteen years, we were at school, you know, our bodies start to get ready to change. We learn how to deal with our body. We learn how to deal at school. We learn how to deal with relationships with parents, teachers, friends, family, all of that kind of thing. We're learning about sports, everything, right? We're in this huge learning phase. Then we go through from ages 14 to 21, you know, our bodies are changing. We're becoming, you know, looking like adults, not that we're feeling like it. Well, some of us do. I know I felt like I was an adult when I was younger, but realized that I was still a kid, um, you know, we're becoming an adult, we're learning how to become an adult, we're learning about everything around us, you know, how to deal with relationships with boys and girls and friends and boyfriends, girlfriends, and how to deal with, you know, people in our lives, the parents, the teachers, friends, family, everything, right? And we're thinking about our, our future, right? We're thinking about our, our career. And then guess what? We enter into this big wide world, So we enter into this big wide world, so some of us go to uni, some of us go to work and so on, but 
if we look at it 21 to 28 years of age, this is how we're learning how to become an adult. We're learning how to operate. We're still young though, even though we don't feel it at the time. When we look back as we get older, we go, oh, God. yeah, I was a kid still. We're learning how to work. We're going to uni. We're pursuing a sport. We're building relationships. And it goes on and on and on, right? Then we go from the ages of 28 to 35, you know, we start looking at relationships and having a family and maybe getting married and career and all of that. And we tend to do that as well as we go from 35 to 42. It's still, we're still going through that process of marriage and kids, relationships, career. And then we sort of, when we hit that 42 to 49 year age group, because I'm in that right now, we, we really start to question things. We really start, okay, what's the future going to hold? Do I want to have, really think about a new career? Do I want to keep working at doing what I'm doing? My body's getting a bit older. It's not responding the way it used to. What else do I need to do to make sure I'm, I'm more responsive? My body's more responsive, you know, because we don't want to go through that aging process because we, we start looking at, oh, my God, we, you know, they call us middle-aged, which we don't feel that way. You know, I still feel like I'm 20 um you know when we go through all these changes because our body's starting to age a little bit and, and so on and like I said it's not responding the way it used to to things there's other things that we need to do to make sure that we're looking after ourselves better we can't get away with the things that we got away with when we're in the 20s and then we go through that the 49 to 56 year age group and you know the body's getting older and you know there's all these changes and we start thinking about well what is it what's what is life about? What does our future hold? What are the things that are most important to us? Because we start changing the way we look at things. We get to that 56 to 63-year age group. Again, we, we start to really look at what life's all about. 63 to 70, it's, you know, what does the future hold? What are we doing? Are we looking at retirement? Are we continuing to work? Where do we want to live? Do we want to downsize? Do we want to keep the house we're in? You know, there's all these things, 79, you know, and then 70 to 77 and so on. It goes on, right? Now, that's just life. So that's a process of, if we look at it, just seven years each, each time that we go through. But what I want you to be thinking here is we're really thinking about what we're going to be doing with our life, right? Like I said before, we're crafting and creating our destiny. So what if we think about it with our, with our sport? So then we're looking at around about a seven-year cycle, aren't we? Really to really, and I'm talking about really getting it together. So like I said before, like with golf, first three years I say to people, you're just learning. You're learning what you don't know. And just learning, 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 learning. And that was the same with me. And I did it, like I said, a much quicker time. But it's all about feeling comfortable. It's learning. It's learning how to operate in the environment. It's learning the skills. It's learning the people. It's having lessons. It's learning. It's really critical to go through that stage, right? Understanding that you don't know, and we don't know when we learn something new, but what do you do next? And then if you're told that, oh, gee whiz, you know, it's going to take seven years for me to get really, really good at something, and you've done that first three years, let's say in golf, like what I tell people, that first three years, you're just learning, 
right? You're starting to observe what's going on. You're starting to fit into the environment and understand how things operate. What do you focus on for the next four years if it takes you seven years to really feel like you know what you're doing, you're feeling really comfortable? What do you focus on for the next four, right? You're focusing on gaining the knowledge, the skills and the environment, aren't you? You're learning how to perform under pressure with the skills. You're learning how to perform under pressure with the environment, right? The people that you mix with. You're learning how to create routines to keep you mentally focused. You're learning how to stay and and keep focused. You're learning how to compete, right? All walks of life, you're learning how to compete. You're learning how to cope with various situations thrown at you. These are the types of things in this four-year period, though. Most people don't do this, and this is where they get stuck. This is where people give up. So the thing is, is you've got to learn to go through these phases. You've got to learn to work through this. Because even though you've gone through a period where you've learned a lot, it could take another three years, depending on the quality of learning that and how you deal with, especially that phase two, after you've gone through that first phase of learning, right, and understanding what you don't know, then you've got to spend that time, haven't you? So I want you to be thinking about your sport. What is it that you need to be doing with your sport? How do you, how do you map it out so you're realistic? Because I will tell you, like I said, reading out these phases to you and then I have people that come and have a lesson with me who have just started out for example and expect to be able to do it in six weeks it's unrealistic so if we get through to that third phase right we know so we've gone through the first phase we don't know and we've had to really learn everything. Then we go through that phase that we start to develop that understanding. In that second phase, we start to develop a deep understanding. Then we get to that third phase of we know, and that's the final phase, isn't it? Like I said, most people don't get to that phase, but it's most likely that you're proficient, isn't it? Most likely you're proficient at your sport. You could be moving into the next grade, next level, turning pro but you know what once you get into that next level you've got to go through all that process again because it's different right the feeling's different the energy's different the environment's different so for example like somebody playing um you know like d grade in tennis for example versus somebody playing in a grade the environment's different the mentality's different the skills are different same in golf if somebody's playing off a scratch handicap versus somebody playing off a 45 handicap the skills are different Somebody playing for a scratch handicap, yet somebody playing on the golf tour in a professional, you know, like number one in the world. There's a big gap there. You have to go through that process of learning how to deal in that environment and all the skills in place and so on. And it's interesting because I look back at, um, at for teaching golf. Right? I'm really proficient at teaching golf now, but I remember in the first few years I was just going through massive learning and because I'd taught a sport before, I had uh, communication skills in place and so on, but I had to develop a system and a way in which I could communicate and help people really get results. And it took a number of years for that to really, really come in, in into the fore. And if I look at that, it's like, oh, yeah, I get that because I've been t- teaching golf now for about 10 years. 
And I look back to when I first started versus to what I do now, and it's completely different, but I've gone through that process, right? I've gone through that learning phase. What I don't don't know, put things in place, work on my teaching skills to the point where I'm very proficient now. Same with learning golf, right? So when I learned golf, it took me three years to really feel comfortable and I was playing, I got to a scratch after three years, but I still didn't feel comfortable. And then I had to go through that, that, that next phase of really learning how to cope with being really good and playing with really good people because I felt like I didn't fit in. I was a tennis player trying to be a golfer. And then I spent another couple of years after that really trying to, to take myself to a whole new level and really get proficient. So... My question for you is, is what are you going to do, right? Are you going to create your destiny or craft your destiny to how you want it? Because if you do, you're going to be re-entering these phases every time you make changes in your life, whatever it is that you're pursuing. So these phases are, I'll just repeat them again, so I'll keep them in, in simple terms. First phase is we don't know, right? We go through this we don't know phase and then all we do is we learn. The second phase is we start to begin to understand. So the begin to understand phase. And we just start, and, and we're in that phase for quite some time. We be I understand, but we're working on the skills, making sure the skills are in place that we're really, really good at it. And then we get into that third phase, we know phase, right? We know. We know how to do things. We've done the work. We're automatic. We have a very deep level of understanding. The skills in place, and we're ready to take ourselves to the next level. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'd love it if you could share with me what you like best about what you heard today. If you've got friends that you know that would benefit from these episodes, I'd really appreciate if you could share these episodes with your friends. If you have just 30 seconds to spare, I'd really appreciate a five-star review wherever you hear this episode. I'd be eternally grateful for that because we want to build the reach of potential with TIFF community as big as we possibly can. And I want you to dream big, believe in you, and go after your dreams. Have an awesome day. Take care. Talk soon. Bye-bye. Yeah, yeah.